Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games in the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the one taming the dinosaurs. Andrew, with me, the one who's inadvertently feeding the dinosaurs. Keith. Oh, hello. And the one who's always trying to pet the dinosaurs, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, we decided to tackle a very daunting game. Uh, we've had this <laughs> requested numerous times, uh, but we've always been kind of intimidated to play it. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't write everyone who recommended this game down, but I know recently we had Daniel and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to everyone who did recommend that we play Ark. We finally decided to tackle this game. We. And uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, is this, this is this is a massive, massive, massive game. Uh, but Ark is brought to you by Wildcard Studios. It is a first person, mostly you could do third person, but a survival builder game where you are waking up as a primitive caveman on a beach naked and you are trying to get your clothes on, build spears, (laughs) fight some dinosaurs and try to survive on this dangerous island. But going around, Keith, was this a game or a pass for you? Um, I mean, it's, it's a survivor. It's a builder. So it's a pass, but I actually had fun when I was playing it because the only times I was playing it, it was with you. And actually, at one point, we were playing with Daniel, uh, one of our listeners who had recommended it. So I had fun playing it with you guys. I wouldn't go out of my way to play it. And I mean, I I certainly wouldn't. Well, I would recommend it to someone who likes builders, I guess. But um, just for my own personal, it's a pass. But yeah, I, I did actually have fun playing it. Which is weird. <laughs> I think for me, it's right in the middle. I'm going to give it a game because I did have fun with it. But it's not my favorite builder survival game. Um, it was kind of... I don't really want to play it anymore. But I did put a bunch of hours into it. And I had fun during it. But it's just... It's not my favorite. I also think too, like... It just seemed very... Buggy as well. And I, I, that's another reason why I grew frustrated. But yeah, I it was a good time. Man, for me, I was the same. I was really on the fence. I'm like, some days I'm playing, I'm like, oh, this is a game. Then other days I'm like, I want to burn this game. <laughs> I don't know who I'd ever recommend this game to. This is awful. So this game just constantly had me filled with different emotions. Just very extreme emotions. I, I think overall, I think I will give it a game. It's, but very much beware this is it's hard to recommend this game for new players as well because this game is so daunting it's 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 wild uh already just uh getting ahead of myself here uh for time to beat you're looking between you know 57 hours i think that's just to beat the first island uh it's between 57 hours to 541 hours like this is this is kind of a game where if you really want to play a game, like this will be the only game you will ever play. It's and it's not bad. It's fun. It's very fun with friends, but it's like, yeah, if, I understand why people who love this game really, really love this game. Uh, thank you so much. Yes. He said to the listener who recommended this, Daniel for helping us. Cause you know, he's has lots of experience with this game. He knew like he was our encyclopedia. He was able to help us out a bunch. He recommended if you do want to play this game, there is a app called Dodopedia that you can download. That is great for a resource to figure out what you need and find. Because, yeah, this game is uh, it's a lot, but it's fun. 
I feel like I just fishery. touched the surface. Oh, yeah. We, and I, we barely touched the surface. And I also feel like I didn't get very far, like distance-wise. And uh, so that's why it's hard to talk about as well. Because it's like I put in well over the time that we need to. But it's hard to talk about such a big game. I think I broke my keyboard. I spilled that's... beer on it before we started. And uh, it keeps pushing the negative button. Oh, there it goes. It finally turned off. All so right. It's probably messing with your spare, audio. So... This, this episode's probably going to be a wash. This is going to be great. But it... Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, beer. Yeah. Oh, beer's fault, always. But it's... I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is, is like, intimidating. Is It's weird because it's... I mean, it's a video game for one. But it was, I mean, we've been talking about doing this. I actually, so I wanted to jump in with this. I did a search into our into our email and I searched for ARC because I feel like that's something that doesn't come up a lot. Our very first recommendation for ARC was May 23rd of 2019. I'm so sorry. That was, it was, <laughs> oh, it was the first listener who ever sent us an email. So Chris, if you're still listening, thanks, because it's a long time to be listening to us. And uh, sorry that it took us so long to get to this, but here you go. Yeah. Um, which uh, speaking of which too, uh, happy anniversary. Uh, today is actually, I think our four year anniversary since we've been doing this podcast or at least according to our, our receipt. Cause we just got charged. So happy anniversary to us guys. We, we did it. We should have gone to pizza or something to celebrate. <laughs> well, we're drinking alcohol. I know, but I really want pizza right now. <laughs> I do have a bottle of champagne. It's, I'm not going to get in it. It's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, if like like I said, this game is very intimidating, but uh, yeah, it is it is fun. But uh, getting to the story of Ark, there is a story. That's nice to know because I found a note once, and the woman <laughs> was talking. I'm like, listen, lady, I'm trying to concentrate real hard right now, um, and I didn't really know that there was one. Yeah, I found a note, and you were trying to talk to me, and I was like, I can't hear you right now. There's a lady speaking in my ear. Not just you. There's another lady, and I I don't know what you're saying. You're getting more mad at me because the dinosaur is chasing you, and I was like. I can't hear you. And you know what? Then I I found it shortly after. And um, I was just like, I mean, on multiplayer, you obviously, it it couldn't pause because, you know, dinosaurs running around and stuff. But, I mean, it just was very inconvenient. Yeah. But the overall story, though, is actually pretty good. Like, I was looking up YouTube videos because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to uncover all this within the week that we're playing this game. And, yeah, I wasn't even close. Uh, but the story overall is actually kind of cool. So there is story uh, to it? Because I know that's oh, like yeah. the whole big thing, I, or I thought that was the whole big thing to Arc 2, was that there was going to be a yep. story, but I, I just assumed there wasn't really one in this. And I know that there's the opening video, intro skip, intro video that I skipped, of course, because I, I don't know. I wanted to find and tame some dinosaurs or something. But yeah, I didn't know there was a story. Yeah, uh, the, the story really kind of flushes out with the DLC. So can you give us like a quick synopsis? Because I'm intrigued. Why don't you guys guess? What's, what, what is the story of Ark? Come on. Uh, Somebody yeah. steals your clothes. Oh, okay. And um, throws you to the dinosaurs. Yeah. And you just gotta, you know, make it or break it. It's, yeah, it's like Hot Tub Time Machine. Like you went to go skinny dipping and you find out Hot Tub Time Machine. And you wake up and there's <laughs> dinosaurs. And you're like, well, I remember what a spear is so i can probably figure that I've out and then seen that. you know next thing you know you're building robot dinosaurs you can definitely right. tell which are carnivores mm-hmm. by their mouths yeah. the, the, the big teeth some of the cute ones yeah easy to tell. It, it's pretty easy science class easy. taught me that 
You nailed it. You 100% got the story right. I told you. This this was this game is a sequel to that comedy that nobody watched, Hot Top Time Machine. You well, figured Keith it out, watched Keith. it. He's the the one person that was in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. This is it's uh it's canon now. This is officially part of yep. Hot Tub Time Machine uh, lore. Hot Tub Time Machine uh, MCU right uh, here. I was going to say, all the uh, the tub heads is what we call ourselves. It's, it's <laughs> on the message boards. Would you, you're not going to call yourselves tubbies? <laughs> <laughs> we get together once a week, we have tubby time. Dear. <laughs> oh god, I hated that joke. But <laughs> I also loved it. That was, <laughs> that was good. You're game. welcome. Uh, <laughs> but uh so I'm just gonna gloss a little bit over the story because even too it's it's a bit much for me. But basically the earth a meteor crashes onto the earth, it releases this element called I think they just call it element. You know, clever name. But it's like <laughs> It's like a uh, element that you can make it as a liquid or a gas, but it helps you create futuristic technology. So the earth quickly evolves with their technology, but the element also ends up poisoning the earth. So there was these two factions that end up fighting over this element. The earth is dying. One of the factions create arcs that are surrounding the earth that are essentially these enclosed biomes that let people relive lives and kind of try to get back to earth. And then this other the other faction built giant spaceships and they are going out to colonize a different planet that is like earth. And so when you play other uh, DLCs, the maps you are playing are on the spaceship and those spaceships are essentially trying to train the humanity to start over again, but be the best possible survivors that they can be. So once they land to at a planet that's habitable, they're going to be ready and prepared for it. So that's a basic kind of, story i mean there's a ton you go over there's like survivors there's a guy who's trying to fight for power but ends up getting corrupted and becomes a big old monster and he's a boss that you have to fight like there is quite a bit to this story i don't like stories that you have to dig for and so when like you were talking it's like i didn't feel that with any of the game i have no inclination Well, well we mostly played the island which is the very first map you know it was this game was like in beta forever and the island, they originally, I don't think, planned to have a story, but the game obviously got bigger and had huge amounts of fans. So they kept adding DLC and people want lore. So they're like, okay, fine. So the most of the story you find out are in the DLC maps. So that's why you didn't get it. It, it is more fleshed out in the DLC maps. Like I was, I was dabbling in them a little bit and yeah, it explains a bit more and goes through different things. So there, it's not as much like, oh, you have to dig for it. You do a little bit because you have to find the audio logs that we found, but there is more cutscenes and there is an overall story that is actually more understandable because I saw a video of someone posted all the cutscenes. So there's actually cutscenes that kind of explain stuff. I mean, for me, I think I put like 16, 17 hours in and I found that one audio log. So for me, like I, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. And so for me, it's just like, because you couldn't play the DLC because technically you do not have game pass so the game pass lets us have the dlc maps so how much did you get of the story uh, not much 
Yeah, see, still, like, you, you have the DLC and you well, didn't get much. It's not so much that you have to dig for it. It's just this game is so massive. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I, it's weird having a game that has a story that's a little complex and you don't really get it introduced at the beginning. So for me, it you just, did like... for a quick cutscene, but it made no sense. Yeah, so I, for me, <laughs> I didn't really have an interest in finding out more because I didn't think that there was more. I don't think it really... Like, you talking about it, I mean, you did a great job, but <laughs> it did not draw me in. Oh. Well, also, too, for a quick side note, if you, what you could have done, there is an ARC animated TV series on YouTube. Okay, maybe maybe that. Because I was going to say, I it certainly wouldn't interest me enough to be like, wow, I need to play this game to find out more about the story and to find out more about this world. But it is kind of a cool story, like knowing what it is. What I think they should do is they should build onto that spaceship idea where you have where you start the game in the survival and when you finally beat it and you find your habitable one then the game turns into like a city builder and you're just managing all of your your survivors that made it through and are successful survivors and you build your society that way be like a double game man so it's like hey spend hundreds of hours in arc one creating your ugly survivors that you create keith there because the character works this game is, is wild insult the and then you control each one of those and have a city builder with them? Not each one of them individually, but then it just kind of changes into a city builder game. You know, like SimCity. You, or you some... create a city that manufactures hot tubs? Yeah. Hot tub time machine. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, would you prefer to there, like, wasn't a story? For me, like, honestly, it feels like there isn't one. So it's 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 hard to answer that. But, like, I also, with what I wanted to do in the game, I also didn't care. <laughs> I, the main part of the, the the gameplay is what I feel like looking at achievements and whatnot is, like, taming the dinosaurs and branching out. And that's my least favorite part is taming the dinosaurs. I don't care about the dinosaurs. I was I love building. <laughs> so, for me, like, I, I did tame a dinosaur, but I just felt like I was doing the game wrong. You know, and so I don't, I don't you need to. You were dying a lot. I was. That is very true. You, uh, in all fairness, though, I wasn't playing with all the cheats that you were. So They're you. cheats. Okay. Whatever the word is. So you had <laughs> it so that like you, you struck a tree and you got way more wood that you can carry that because you have a weight limit and you, the damage for the dinosaurs was less and all that. So when I was playing my single player, it was very different than playing with you because I didn't have any of that. Yeah, I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I probably said that to Andrew. I was like, I just don't know what I'm doing. And I and it's kind of how Survivor games are. And so I, I do expect that a little bit, that it's not really hugely story driven or at the very least what you're doing is is a little bit free world open world that's fine but i just yeah i i've really felt like uh, i don't know i i didn't know where i was supposed to go like what is the thing i really need to be focused on do i need weapons do i need to build more do i need the dinosaurs i wanted them because it's cool i mean they're awesome but um, who doesn't love dinosaurs yeah, yeah i i thought that was really the highlight of the game was that i could tame dinosaurs honestly so i, I just yeah I, I wasn't overly sure where i was supposed to go with it and ultimately the game is 
is a little bit of what I expected it to be in that aspect, and that it is kind of intimidating, but I don't know. Well, I think I, it, I think it was still it it's fun to play with friends is what I is I think the biggest thing that I think I, I find about it or personally. Yeah, I was gonna say I think that this game is way better multiplayer, especially at the beginning, because like you, I didn't know what I was doing or what I should be doing. And then when I was playing with Andrew and I built a raft and he said, Oh, I need to get crystals from a cave. And that's when I really started exploring and seeing the other different environments. But I think what's really frustrating with this game is that I didn't know what was important. So for example, all the, like it will say like, oh, you're really hot. You should cool off. And then I get in the water. You're cold. You need to get warmer. And then I go like in the shade. You're way too hot. It's raining. I'm in the shade. You're too hot. I'm like, is this going to affect me? Like, am I going to pass out? Yeah. Like what's going on? And so for me, I didn't really under, and then there was one time that a dinosaur stunned me and it was like a horde of little ones and I they kept stunning me and I wouldn't die and I didn't know what to do because it was a very long time of me like I'd get right to the end where it's like you're not gonna be stunned anymore they hit me again and so Andrew's like you just need to let yourself die and I'm like I can't die <laughs> and so like what do you do so there's a lot of times I just I, I was kind of lost yeah uh, I mean before you even get to the game I think just the menu alone was intimidating because right at the get-go it's like play TSOTF join arc host arc run arc like there was just like so many different menus and so if you join a server like no idea what's going on a server i remember when i first played this game a while back when like this it was like first recommended because i was like oh you know i'll check out arc i've heard a lot of people play this game let me check it out you go to the servers massive server list pvp pve eu na like everything just this island that island this many players this many days and it's just like what is going on I'm like, screw it, whatever, I'm just going to pick a server. You pick a server, there's like massive buildings everywhere, there's no resources to be gathered. Like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what what is this? There's just stuff everywhere. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. The game doesn't really kind of give you like intro video of like, hey, this is how you should do things. So well, eventually I was like, cool, whatever, I'll just play single player, try to see if I can do my own server. So I start doing that and like, but it's still, as Liz is saying, it's like, well, what am I doing? Like, what, what's my goal? not really much explaining what's happening so like i said thank you so much to our listener who helped us out but for people who don't have that resource yeah you really i guess just kind of look on youtube if you really want to kind of tackle this game but yeah it's this is another thing too if you're someone who gets easily like gamer rage i do not recommend playing arc it's this game could be so frustrating because I've, i've met with a lot of people who are like yeah i tried sea of thieves but Ah oh, man, you know, I, I had a, such a great run with a bunch of treasure chests and some kids sank me and stole everything. And, you know, I lost two hours of gameplay. Two hours of, two hours in Sea of Thieves, you can kind of lose. In Ark, you could lose weeks of gameplay. Weeks if something goes wrong. So if you're someone who can easily get triggered, I do not recommend playing this game. Like if you join a PvP server, which, you know, our listener was giving, like he used to be in, you know, one of the top clans be able to run pvp servers it sounds like if you are doing that this game sounds like a ton of fun but also incredibly frustrating because in a pvp server you can build up a base gather all these resources and someone could just come along and destroy your entire base when you're signed off you signed off for the night your character your character sleeps in the server but your stuff's vulnerable so it could come in and literally wipe out your entire base you can come back and you lose everything so 
stuff like that's so frustrating. But if you're just playing single player, you know, you're safe with that. I think that there is, uh, I found like this like tutorial kind of area at, in the main screen. But there, it looked like there was a button to start a tutorial and I couldn't get it to work. Yeah, same here. Okay, it wasn't just me. Oh my goodness. And so then there was like these little pages where it would like tell you like, you know, little things about the game yeah. and like how. And so I was reading through those. I'm like, no, but like there's a button that looks like a tutorial. Yeah. And I, I didn't understand that. But I remember playing with you and I, Andrew, I mean, you're going to remember this. So I was following you and I landed differently than Andrew going down this cliff. I warned you. I said, hey, there's a cliff up ahead. Don't, don't run off I know, off but it. you went down it. And so I was like, oh, it's safe to go the way that he did. It was not. And so masochistic Andrew was like, your body's right there. I'm going to get it. He tried for like 45 minutes, an hour of trying to get this body. I kept saying, just forget about it. Like I have my own single player game. Like I'm, and so for me, like it didn't matter if I lost everything because I also knew that I wasn't gonna go back to this game after this week. It just—it's not like a game that I'm gonna love enough to do that. Why'd you he, give it a game? What? Why'd you give it a game? Because I did have fun with it. Mm-hmm. So I and that, like I said, I was in the middle, but I mean, I didn't dislike the game enough to to be like, oh, I'm, I would never play it again. If you booted it up and you're like, oh, Liz, let's play multiplayer, I would do it. I just wish that I had started my game the way that you did it with all like the getting way more resources yeah. and stuff and making it way faster. And so I kind of got burnout because I didn't do any of that. But anyway, so 45 minutes to an hour of you trying to get my body and I keep saying like, oh, no, don't worry about it. And the game keeps spawning you further and further away. And then so I grab all your stuff. Like, let's just forget about it. Get in the raft. And I think like <laughs> I'm going to light you in the mood. And this is like... I'm usually good at reading the room. I was not. I didn't realize how grumpy you were. And so I was like, this is the perfect. He was in on our base, on our main base. I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to kill him. Because he has no armor. I have all of his stuff. He's not going to lose anything. He's going to respawn at the base. And I thought I was being really funny. And same with, I, I did kill Keith too. <laughs> and he didn't have anything because he was just starting in the game. Hey, hey, hey. And hey, it made I you had so five much. stone pickaxes. Thank you very much. And they were level fine. Level one. Level they were one. Fine stone Bottom pickaxes. of the barrel. <laughs> and Keith, I mean, uh, yeah, Andrew was telling you, like, oh, don't even bother making those. Like, we have, the, we have way better pickaxes I can make for you. We have all the resources at the base. And you're like, no, I'm going to make them. And so I thought it'd be really funny. But no, Andrew did not think it was funny. I did not. <laughs> after dying, after dying for over 45 minutes trying to get your body. I told you not to, though. I was like, I don't need that. But you had valuable stuff on you. Like, this game's very punishing when you die. Like, when you when you play something like a uh, recent survival game we play with Grounded, you drop your backpack. So stuff you have equipped and weapons and stuff like that that are on your person, you keep. So you can kind of go back and kind of fight and get your body back. And Ark, you drop everything you drop everything that was on your person and your backpack it's all just there and it has a timer so after i mean it's a while it's like two three hours so you you got some time but you know a lot of this stuff takes a lot to make so if you die like i did yesterday which was really pissing me off in the ocean and it's at the bottom of the ocean with your scuba gear it's not easy to make more scuba gear. So I'm like, great. So I got to try to figure out a way to get Wait, my body before it disappears. So I have a question. You, you say you're at the bottom of the ocean. Yep. 
Were you actually down there? Yes. Or, okay, because when I fell from the cliff, my body was like standing straight in the middle of the cliff. You cannot drag the body. You cannot jump on the ledge. Why make it so that you are physically unable to get your body? Like if you're falling down a cliff, like why not have the body at the bottom? So for me, it's just just like... You just landed in the most awkward spot. But there shouldn't be a spot where your body, you cannot retrieve it. And I, I mean, if you fall down the cliff, it's like you're, you should be at the bottom of the cliff. And that's what, like, there, and I'm not saying that's like a bug or anything, because it, like, maybe my character did die, like, right in the middle or whatever. But this game is very buggy. And so sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I can do that or if the game isn't just, like, it's just not allowing me. So that's what I mean, like, with the game where it's confusing. Or, like, I also I will say, like, I, Andrew said it might be the internet. I froze so much in this game. I don't usually have that with with games that we play. I can't remember a game that I froze so much. And it's kind of like when you're like in the middle of fighting dinosaurs, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's this game, since the map is so massive, uh, unlike some of the other survival games like Grounded, uh, we've talked about when you play with a friend, like you're you're free to go wherever you want. In Ark, you do have a radius you can be from the host. So whoever the host is like, eventually it'll tell you like, Hey, you're getting too far from the host and it'll eventually teleport you, which was sometimes a positive, sometimes a negative. It was giving you, yes. Yeah, some like latency issues, Liz, and like freezing your game. Oh, up no, a little bit. I'm talking in general. Like I would, like when I was playing single player, like I oh. would just be running down the beach and it was constantly freezing. And so I know I've never experienced it this bad with any game. So I was like, is it the game? Is it my internet? Andrew, you didn't have any issues. No, so it might be your internet. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what was happening, but it was every single time that I played. But I interrupted you when you're talking about the scuba at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> well, was there something else you wanted to say with that? Well, I'm just saying, like this is what I mean when just, this game can make your rage pretty hard. Just one salty boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Keith's one comment there. Good job, Keith. I See, also I mean, remember participation. Well, I mean, the thing is, I'm just. It's funny because on one hand, I don't know, I didn't get far enough with any of my stuff that I ever lost anything, but I like, I can totally get that because if I did that, I, that would have been the point that I absolutely quit the game. Like, well, I, I guess I'm just never playing Ark again. Um, yeah. Cause I would not be, not be pleased to, to lose everything. Yeah. I know no, it's frustrating. And, and it's funny. So my brother has played, I think. I think all the expansions, I don't know if he knows that there's a story to it, if I were to ask him, but I think it's because he only plays on a private server with a bunch of his friend, like buddies from the army. It's just it's one of those things that they do. But yeah, he was like showing me all the stuff he had one day and they just have, it, it, like it's incredible, these massive buildings. So I can only imagine yeah. when it comes to those like intense PVP servers, because it almost becomes like you you're building like defensive systems, right? As far as, far yep. as like, you have you dinosaurs tamed. turrets like, to defend your base <clears throat> when you sign off. Do you have like dinosaurs that de- defends the probably parts of it too? Like, yep. Like it's yeah. It's it, cause then it's management. Like the thing, that's the thing about arc that like you said it early on is that if you want to like really play arc, you can play it and you can play it like we did. And even, you know, I guess maybe a little bit in more in depth, but you have to really, really play it to to get into it i feel like and it has it becomes, to be a job it's, it's essentially a job or at the very least like the only game you play but I, I think you know you were talking about how people sell dinosaurs and it becomes this business that yeah you can do that but you literally i'm assuming spend 
10 to 12 hours a day playing Ark to get these dinosaurs. So it's, it's just that, yeah, it's a job. And I, I don't think I could commit my job to playing a video game, at least not this one. I don't know, maybe a good yeah. roguelike or something. I mean, I don't judge people doing this. Like, oh like, no, I don't either. I, I just PvP, couldn't do it. Yeah. If I wasn't doing this podcast and like, I could only play one game, like this is like a desert Island game. I think I would have a ton of fun with this. Yeah. But exactly. like, you know, back in the day when I played world of Warcraft, like I put so much time in that. That was the one game I played and it was just something you had to focus on to level up, do raids, instances. Like it took a lot of time because you had to coordinate with people. And that's how Ark is if you try to the PvP servers. And it could just be so difficult. And it could also be very difficult for newcomers. Like you'll have to go to forums and kind of get introduced to people. Because if you just are uh, a by yourself, this is another thing that uh, our listener told me that people will do is you can, you know, if you sign off, like I said, your person's still in the world. People will go up to those people, put them in handcuffs, and literally put them in a prison. You can build a prison and put someone in it. And so when they sign back on, they literally can't do anything. And you said saddles are, are very valuable. So yep, people, people go and kill your dinosaur just to take your saddle because it's you know really expensive to make. Like There's just things in this game that it's just like, oh my god, this would just irritate me well, so I also badly. I think too, when we were playing together, so you made it so that you get so many... Wait, what's the word? <laughs> Experience points? Um, no, like a, a value of. So when we played it, you made it so that you get a ton of resources. Um, <laughs> the word I just said, I like you put it. Me like, yeah. No, it wasn't like that's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> no, so you, when I was playing with you, they. Oh my gosh. Do you want to do you want to finish your thought? Okay, no, no, I, I, I get what I'm saying. So when we were playing together. It's, <laughs> I just had it, and you're laughing. When we were playing together, you made it so that we had a ton of resources every time we got something. Like so, like you, know, like I said earlier, like you hit a tree and you get a ton of wood. Yeah. At one point, this creature—I forget if it was like a snake or a scorpion, whatever—it broke your armor in one hit. Yeah. And if you hadn't been doing that, that armor was very valuable, and you also had the damage limited. So with this game, I just can't imagine having to remake that your whole armor your helmet your gloves your chest plate everything and so that's why it's like you're talking about like oh this would be a great desert island game i feel like they would drive me mad on the island like i would (laughs) not want this as a desert island game and so for me like that's another reason why when when i thought about going back to my single player game which i didn't end up doing i would have to play the way that you did where you get like a ton of resources because that would drive me nuts yeah when you when you play your own server, you have a, a quite a bit of options to do things like how much health do you want, how much damage do the dinosaurs do? Do you want to turn off your hunger, your thirst, your cold and your hot, your stamina? Like you can turn a lot of these things off. Like this, the game gives you a lot of options to how you want to play, and it doesn't affect achievements either. So I put it where I'm getting a ton of experience points. Ton of resources, just hitting things. So you don't have to keep just farming resources. If you play a dedicated server, you don't have the options to use these sliders. So if you are playing by yourself, it is kind of nice to have an option to make the game slightly easier. But the thing that just irritated me still, though, out of like when you look at the options that the game gives you, it's insane. There's crazy amount of options this game can let you do to customize your game. But I could not find a slider for durability. Like, that was irritating to me because, like Liz said, I, yeah, I got hit by, like, 
I, I, the thing shot an acid slime at me, broke all my armor right away. It's like, that is awful. And that's actually what happened to me when I died in the ocean. I was swimming, a shark came and bit me, and I lost my scuba gear. It broke my scuba gear. So I'm at the bottom of the ocean, and now I can't breathe underwater anymore. And so I ended up drowning. And it's like, well, how am I going to get that now? Well, see, with height damage, it was oh, so height damage is it, super inconsistent. Sensitive. Like, so there was uh, one time that I would like jump off of a small rock, and it's like, oh, you broke something. Like, I see like the bone shatter yeah. symbol. And then another time I drop halfway down a cliff, and I'm fine. And so for me, it's just like I I didn't know when I was going to injure myself, and especially dinosaurs around you all the time. So it's it it is, yeah, really really annoying. I mean, I could have reduced the dinosaurs. That was another thing you can adjust in the game. Literally, almost every aspect of the game you can adjust sliders on, but not durability. I also think too, like it's hard with the dinosaurs when it comes to. Like, how many arrows it's going to take. Like, I didn't think that the spino dinosaurs were going to be that hard. Yeah. And, I mean, there are different levels as well. But it's just, like, you really need to look into, like, online, like, how many arrows it's going to take to take them down or trank them. So there's so many little details that just, like, I don't want to look that up, you know? It's a lot of work. Like I said, the, the mobile app, Dodopedia, literally... It's a Wikipedia, so people write, like, have done the research. So you literally see a Spinosaurus. It's a level 43. You literally type that in the Dotopedia, and it'll say, you know, 15 stone arrows will kill it, or, like, seven drink arrows will stun it. Like, it actually will have everything broken down for you, what its stats are, what its attack is, and stuff like that. It's crazy. But this is all research people have done in this game and put on this app. It's, it's nuts. I wanted to ask, too, one thing I was confused about. So I tamed a dinosaur. And I did, because I, I, I Googled it, because I did it right the first time, and I I asked you, Andrew, like, how do you get the dinosaur to stop following you? But it would still, like, stay at my base, and it wouldn't move. Yeah. And I was like, do I have to keep giving it berries? Like, the berries in the inventory went down, and then at one point, they just stopped going down. So I'm like, okay, he's no longer eating. Is he going to be okay? Can I leave him? He's not following me. He's just staying at my base. And I, I, this is what I mean, where just like, I didn't know what was going on, where I felt guilty. Like, you need exercise. You're a dinosaur. Like, you, you need you can, open spaces. You can have him wander. I could not figure it out. Yeah, and it's, I Googled it's very it, confusing. And I did it. I thought I did it right. Maybe I didn't, because you're like, oh, they should be wandering. But it's just like, and also like the little dinosaurs that you know you can kill, and they just like follow you. And also the music, not, and they're not getting any music. You're going all over the place. No, but like there was certain music when you were being hunted by a dinosaur. That was not being hunted music. <laughs> I, when you play that music, I do not think I am being hunted. I so just sometimes music. I was like, what? I thought it was just battle music. No, it did not sound like battle music to me. I was like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, like, something would be nipping at my ankles. And I'd be like, that that's not what I was anticipating. Uh, I will say, though, the thing that I think is really cool is kind of how technology works in this game. So, you know, at the beginning, you first start off as a caveman. And you're, just, you're building spears. You're building stone stuff. Eventually, you kind of get to some metal. You can get metal pickaxes, and then eventually it's guns, and then eventually it's like machine guns, then it's lasers. Like, it's kind of nuts how this game changes from, oh, you're just a simple naked caveman to lasers and dinosaurs. It's kind of wild. The first time I saw a mechanical dinosaur, I was like, what the heck is going on? Because, like we said earlier, like, I wasn't introduced to any story, and I was... I saw. So I, I thankfully I was playing with you, and I was like, Andrew, I think I just saw a mechanical dinosaur. 
Like, oh, am very, I imagining things? It's very surprising when you first see it. But speaking of change, though, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Magic Mind. I have now been taking it for over two weeks, and I got to say, I have noticed a massive change in my alertness and productivity. Magic Mind is a two-ounce elixir that is filled with numerous ingredients, such as matcha, which has less caffeine than coffee, but it has added components that makes the caffeine more effective in your body. It has Bacopa Manier, which is a nootropic that helps improve your attention. Same as ashwagandha, which helps relieve anxiety and stress. And all these ingredients. And I gotta say, I'm usually not someone who's into these weird, organic, strange ingredients in a drink. My I uncle know, calls it granola cruncher stuff. In which, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I call it too. And I know you've always tried to give it to me. And whether, you know, we were dating, you worked at a health smoothie place that you just would always give me these drinks. And I'm just like, okay, you were like, oh yeah, this improves your vision or it helps you do this. It keeps you more. That's an exaggeration. I never give you anything that improves your vision. (laughs) Obviously. Did I give you carrots? (laughs) (laughs) What are carrots? But no, like anytime you've given me something, you're like, oh, this does this. I'm like, oh, cool. I never notice anything. Like you always... You're into granola country stuff. You're always like, hey, check out this salad. I threw in all this stuff. I'm like, okay. Pecans can make anything better is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pecans in this, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> off topic. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to Magic Mind, though, I noticed a huge difference literally the very first day I took it. I know you did as well. Yes. Both me and you were like... Oh man, let's do some yard work. Like we we already went to the yard and like yeah, I started hacking down a bush that we've been working on forever. You started raking up all the leaves, trimming some of the hedges that we had. We got so much done. And literally that the next day, you I went to work, but then you had it and in the morning you're just like, I'm gonna do all my chores today. Do I notice now like with taking it, I actually make breakfast. <laughs> so <laughs> I I cook a lot, you know, stay at home mom life. And, but breakfast is the one meal, like, I like breakfast sandwiches, but besides that, I don't give a crap about breakfast. I just don't. I'm tired. I, what do I see in you? No, like, I, I breakfast. <laughs> like, for, for, like, one thing that I buy all the time, rosemary olive oil bread, toast it with butter, I'm good. I don't feel like making anything. And now I'm making, like, these, like, super healthy breakfasts, because like, I actually have the energy in the morning to make them. Yeah. And so for me, like, I always thought it was, like, do you know what? I cook enough. I don't need to do that. But it really is, like, a self-care thing. And I noticed that with um, starting to eat more, like, wholesome, protein-rich breakfasts. So for me, like, I actually love that in the morning that I have more energy because that's a time of the day that I don't take care of myself. I never noticed that. So thank you so much, Magic Mind, for invertedly helping me get more breakfast. breakfast it really has delicious. been since we've been doing that. I've been like, oh, yeah, I'll make breakfast. Yeah, now that you put that out, I'm like, thanks. I, I will say, like, I've always liked breakfast for dinner. Like, I've always, like, French toast for dinner sounds good. But yeah, like, I'm not, not that's not like a health, <laughs> healthy, <laughs> that's not a good example. But yeah, like, I'm, I've never been a breakfast person. Oh, and I've always been a breakfast person. What do I see in you? <sighs> Flip it around. What do I see in you that you're a breakfast <laughs> person? Do you know what I like for breakfast? Leftover pasta. Oh, so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've noticed a huge improvement in my productivity in the morning. Because I know you're like me too, Liz. Like when you wake up, you're just like, I got to have coffee. Give me like an hour or so. And when you have a three-year-old toddler who just wants to go outside, wants to play, wants to do board games, or wants to, you know, play dolls. 
it's like, no, 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 I I need to drink coffee. I need to relax. But I've been drinking way less coffee since I've been taking Magic Mind. I work third shift at a hospital and I've been drinking way less coffee. And it's it's been it's been keeping me up like all night, but it hasn't affected my sleep. As soon as I go home, as soon as I'm ready for sleep, I'm out like a light. It's awesome. And it just, I feel so relaxed during work. It's, it's, it's been a huge change for me. Uh, I even gave one of them to my coworkers and literally the first time she tried it, she, she was massively impressed with it too. Which we've actually been tracking our sleep because we recently got Fitbits. Yeah. So it is fun too, to see like how much sleep you're getting, the quality of sleep. And so like, I've actually been trying to get better sleep. Yeah. Cause coffee, when you just do coffee, all it does is increase your heart rate. So there's been numerous times where I'm trying to go to sleep and I can't because I just feel my heart going because of the caffeine. Well, that's the thing. But with Magic Mind, it's it's put me right out. Coffee is just like, it's a very short amount of time that it actually works. Yeah. And so for me, like it really, and I, if I have um, caffeine after a certain time, like probably around like two o'clock, I like think sleep. I don't know if this happens to other people. I first noticed it when I when I, when I was working at a cafe and I had espresso late and it just like I it is awful. And <laughs> so for me, having something that like it, I'm good until the afternoon and then I don't need coffee, so I'm good for the rest of the evening. So for me, like Magic Mind and a coffee, like one coffee is all you need. Like I like I said, I like the taste of coffee, so I'll have one early on, just be, like a decaf. But yeah, that is amazing because yeah. I hate things sleeping. <laughs> so thank you so much to Magic Mind who's introduced me to this fantastic product because I have just noticed a massive change in my life doing it. Uh, if you are at all interested, please go check them out. I highly recommend their product. Go to www.magicmind.co slash bag and use our promo code GAMEPASS to get 20% off a one-time purchase or for a limited time, you can get 56% off the subscription service, which you can cancel any time after. That URL again is www.magicmind.co slash bag with promo code GAMEPASS, G-A-M-E-P-A-S-S, one word. So thank you again, Magic Mind. But uh, Keith, there's there's one thing that I know is, is pretty new in ARC that both me and you checked out that I thought was a ton of fun, and that is TSOTF, which is the survival of the fittest. It's essentially ARC's version of a battle royale. And it was very confusing at first to jump in. But once we figured out that game, I thought the Battle Royale was a ton of fun. Oh, my. I think that was actually the most fun I had playing Ark because I kind of felt like I had a purpose when I was doing it. And, I mean, it really wasn't much of a builder at that aspect. But I'm usually also not a Battle Royale fan. I loved Apex, and I just, I don't know, I kind of fell off playing it and don't play it anymore. But I... I generally shy away from him but yeah for whatever reason it was a lot of fun so <laughs> i was i love that andrew just ate something super sour oh my god <laughs> the look on his face right now so it's so it's not good i hope you keep the sound of you chewing them into the microphone because it's so so pleasant in my ears <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm sure our listeners will really appreciate it oh my god is it bad? Does it taste no, it bad? Is, it is potent. <laughs> <laughs> I love sour things. So I feel like I would like it. Uh, I'm sorry, Keith. Was there more you wanted to say? I just um, like his face. Sorry, Keith mentioned Sour Patch Kids. So I was like, oh, I'm going to grab a snack. And those bought me like international candy. These pineapple rings. Oh, my word. That just like that like hurt my teeth. <laughs> 
they're good. They're just really strong. Okay. So the way that you guys described it, well, I say you guys, the way that Andrew described it to me, I feel like it sounds awful for me. I feel like I would not like that. Why? Because didn't you say it's all about like taming dinosaurs and then defending? Yeah. Like I know I. Well, that was my the, least favorite the, part. The thing is, it's so it's completely different in taming dinosaurs than the game. I mean, yes, there's a certain aspect of it where you have to knock them out, but they're versus kill them. But it's not it's not like a process. You just kind of have to hit them a bunch, and then they go into a down state, and then you have the opportunity to kill them. So it's not you don't even really kill them by accident too much. And then to tame them, you press X, and it just happens. So well, you have to. So as you go through it, if you kill them, you collect dinosaur points. You do various things. You collect these dinosaur points. That's how you can tame them. But that being said, it's it's not a complicated process, and it's a it makes it a lot more fun. And one of the things that I actually liked as well is that if your character dies, if you're playing on a team and your actual human character dies, you're still part of the game and you can still take over control of the various dinosaurs that your team is in control of. So it, it allows you to actually stay in and play with your team, even when you're out of it. And, and like Andrew had kind of some weird glitch early on in one of our games, but we just got him a T-Rex and I don't know, we lasted until like top 10, I think something like that. I think we're top four. Yeah, it was it was a pretty close batch, but yeah, it was it's not the most fun you've ever had playing a battle royale by any means, but it is actually kind of a neat way to play Ark. I don't think it's anything that the the diehard Ark players are going to like. Like even I described it to my brother who's put hundreds of hours into Ark and he just went, "Wow, that sounds stressful." So <laughs> it's like it's it's not anything like the main game, but it's got a, it's a battle royale. So it obviously makes sense that Ark is still around today. They they saved yeah. the game. What I think is cool. <laughs> God, I hate that you say that. <laughs> Every game does not need a battle royale. But I will say though, I, at least I like this one because it is different. Like that's the thing. I, I at least appreciate a game when they do a battle royale and they do something different. Like I hate when it's just like, oh yeah, it's just like Call of Duty's battle royale, and it's just like, well, then why not just play the Call of Duty battle royale? But this, it was awesome. Like what I liked about it, it it was like, hey, who can mass the biggest army? And then the final battle is very much kind of like a real-time strategy, you know, because even the dinosaurs you have tamed early on the game, you you can level them up, you get the points, and you can make them stronger. So then when it comes to the final battle, it's this big old clash of just these people who've had massed an army, and they're just kind of mashing against each other. And it, it was it's hectic, and it's fun. It's just the only thing that stinks, though. Usually when you play a Battle Royale, Apex Legends, Call of Duty, Fortnite, like the big ones, they're they're very much like... You jump in, if you die, boom, you can start a new game. Like the time to wait between matches is just like less than a minute. It's super quick. Not so much the case in Ark. So once again, I highly recommend you go with a friend because me and Keith are having way more fun because you can customize your banner or your players. So me and Keith were writing, you know, drawing inappropriate things on each other's chests. We were drawing, you know, like a butthole on our flag because we were calling ourselves Greendale. So, like, there's, like, these fun things you can do, like, in between times. But if you're kind of by yourself, I think it can be kind of boring. How but- many games did you guys play? Because I am also curious, too, because I feel like people who love ARK are, like, die hard. I feel like I would just get annihilated. So I'm curious, like, was it very hard? Did you guys play a lot of... I think, like, six, I'd say. Probably six, seven uh, matches. Yeah, I was going to say four or five. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, I think... 
this is why I think you'd actually have some fun with it too, Liz, especially if like all three of us were playing or whatever it was, is that it's, you, you don't feel like, oh, I don't know anything about Ark. I can't do this. You literally run around mostly with a spear until you get a couple of good dinosaurs. And then you just ride around the dinosaurs and run around collecting as many as you can. So it's, it's a completely different style that it's a bit, it's not fast paced, but it is in the sense that it's just kind of constantly moving and looking for the next big fight. So yeah, I think it's, I think it was actually a lot more fun for me. Who's someone who's not into survival builder type of games. Andrew is doing this to himself again. I know. I've never seen you make that face. (laughs) And so next week on the, on the podcast, Andrew is going to do the one chip challenge while we do this. And he's also. You know, I'm, I'm the kind of person if there's food in front of me, I'm gonna eat it. It's really tempting not to try it with like how much of a reaction you're having. I mean, it's is, very difficult. On, is Andrew gonna like slap your hand if you try to grab one? Like, are, no, are no. I've been trying this new thing where I don't eat after a certain time, oh. and I feel like my body loves it. Don't break it apart. Just put it in your mouth and eat it. Oh, it does not smell good. It's it smells like cardboard. No, it smells like cardboard. Smell it. Andrew does not have any sense of smell. So, like, I'll be like, oh, would you smell that? He never smells anything. This smells like cardboard. It smells like, I don't even know. Okay. Pineapple. I, it is very tangy. I taste cardboard <laughs> with it. Like, I taste the hold smell on, of it. On. I well, taste the smell, whatever it is. You're going to call me out here, Liz. Uh, I remember, so me and Liz met. We used to work at Panera. Liz always said the smell of cardboard made her hungry. Like, I wanted Wet to cardboard. eat eat paper. <laughs> And here you are calling me weird when you're smelling this pineapple slice and it, tastes, it smells like cardboard. It's I like, did not oh. have the reaction that you did because I love tangy things. Like, give me lemons and limes this all is not day. Tangy. This is like, uh, yeah, I guess it's true. But anyway, we probably need to get this on video. <laughs> Sorry for our audio listeners. <laughs> but I will say TikTok. Andrew really does. He can't smell certain things or like something has to be super pungent for you to smell it. Like your farts. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of farts, something that I think that we haven't really touched on is the uh, pooping. The Or like uh, I think they, they say defecating. Yep. Or just say the audio because I got to say I love that. I love the sound of pooping it's, in this game. Well, it's, can I just say it's I was cartoonish. in the middle of battle once yeah. and it happened and it startled me. But I like <laughs> that you could. You. Yeah, it did. It scared me. But I do like that <laughs> you. Was that me? <laughs> what? So was that me? <laughs> I do think it's funny that you can eventually make a toilet, but you were outside so much. I cannot imagine, like, pooping on the toilet. Like, when am I actually at the place to poop? So it's just like, are you really developing as a person? Because I feel like you're just crapping your pants no matter what. Well, so you There's just... no escaping it. I feel like you just brought up a really interesting thing about Ark. And I don't know this. <laughs> so it's kind of partly a question. There was a time, I think it was... I want to say it was right around the start of the COVID times, if you will, that there was like a bunch of big streamers that started role-playing Rust, right? Yep. Still do. They still do? I was going to say, does is that happen with Ark? Because I feel like this would be the type of game that people would do role-playing pretty heavily with. Oh, I'm sure. I didn't look it up, but I'm Especially sure. Especially with toilets, you know, it's like you got to like time it out. It's like part of your day, like stopping what? to make sure you watch the toilet. But you're not going to do that in the real game, right? The video I saw on YouTube of a guy explaining the story, he he was actually reenacting some of the scenes with characters. 
Interesting. So, kind but of super I, nerdy, but I respect it. And uh, Like he was having yeah. the Federation people sit at a table and kind of talk. Yeah. But what I'm like curious about is that you talk about how you become more advanced with so for instance start off with like a crossbow and then you have like a rifle and a scope and you keep getting better. I the language for it doesn't evolve because I think it like it just says you like defecated right. Yeah. But like, I just like with so a I, like, I, like you did no, a poopy. But like, <laughs> Just in general, it what I mean. So language wise, but like obviously it doesn't change like the way that it's written. Sharp. But why say that you defecated if you're immature enough to have like these like pooping sounds throughout the game? You're not peeing. You're not. You're not forced to sleep. You're not forced to do a lot of things that the human body naturally does. So if you're immature enough to have a game where you're pooping all the time, but not anything else that like humans do that isn't necessary, why would you say defecated? I mean, don't forget. Because I feel like, what? I don't forget, you can do that as an emote. You can walk up to somebody and you can defecate at them. On command. Or it's on just command. not the word I think that the person who decided to do this would use but they're like how can i do this in a sophisticated way <laughs> you know what i mean i think that's like, part of the joke if you're if you think poops are so funny that you need it in the game but not like all the other things i mentioned it's just like mm, i think that's not that i feel like it's more of like a <laughs> i always i immediately thought of like the person that that did this but i remember there was this michael jackson um thing like this clip of him talking about how there was like doo-doo feces all over the wall <laughs> of a jail and i'm just like i feel like the person that made this talks like michael jackson <laughs> i don't what? think he says defecates it's like huh poops and he's like wait no that sounds really immature so, defecates so you just imagine a programmer typing away going <laughs> <laughs> you're going to defecate <laughs> I'm so glad that you did a Michael Jackson impression. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just got a taste of dinosaurs. But do you guys disagree? Yes. (laughs) What do you mean you disagree? Wait. So wait. Are you saying they should have used the word defecate? No. No. I'm just saying that. Like, not that. Like, I don't. I okay, so I think farts are funny. I don't think anything is wrong with poop humor, but if you are doing poop humor, in this, it's not meant to be humorous. You, you can use the poop. Like there's there's an actual gameplay element to it. No, but you're not peeing. You're not forced to sleep. You're not forced to do things that humans always do throughout the day. They specifically chose poop because there's an element that you can use it for. You use it for farming. But you can also use dinosaur poop. It wasn't necessary. I don't care what you say. It is not necessary. There is dinosaur poop. Like, there's not dinosaur urine, right? Not that I'm aware of, no. I mean, so what I'm saying is like. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Keith. Well, I was just going to say there's a reason in the game you can use poop because they designed it that way. But, like, it's not as but though why? you save and harvest your own human poop, but not your pee, because there's no use for the pee, just the poop. We are talking No, but you could use dinosaur poop to fertilize your crops. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There isn't, a, like, you don't need your own poop in this game. So for me, it's just like, I just think it's, and the fact that, like, they make it noisy, and, like, they make it the way that it is, I just think that, like, 
So I don't, I don't get it. I don't get you. Are, are you saying you just, you wish you weren't pooping in this game? I you don't care if element. you're pooping, but whoever made this is not using the word defecate because they did it for poop, for poop humor. <laughs> you don't need to do like, I, I, I'm repeating myself, but I just think that like whoever it was, like it's unnecessary. <laughs> Someone who's obsessed with poop that much that you do it the entire game. Like, you're literally crapping your pants because you're wearing armor. You're actually, you can actually adjust. Once again, this is another slider you could do of how often you poop. You literally can increase the slider so you're literally pooping constantly. Just constant shooting out turds. <laughs> this Just... is what I mean. This is what I mean. You say, oh, there's a use for it. Someone did that on purpose. I, I mean, it's funny, I guess. I laughed. Yeah. I mean, it got us a chuckle because it scared you. <laughs> But uh, overall, though, the audio, besides the, you know, the poop sound, I think the audio is actually really good. Once again, the dinosaur sounds are really cool. Some can be very terrifying mm. when you're going against a T-Rex or a Gigasaurus. Or... The music at the beginning I was stuck with for a while. And I tell you, I hate it. I hate it now. I like the music. I think the soundtrack of this game, it's very, like, grand sounding. Which, no, I did like it at first. But when you're stuck on a screen, I forget what, what was happening. Oh, oh I, I mean, think you, you were waiting to send me an invite. In go no, you were... <laughs> setting it up you're going through all the different things yeah. and i was at the main screen and after like the second rotation it's like a short amount of music too i was over it so for me the music i i did not care for um and i also don't think the battle music was battle music but besides that i mean the audio is all right and i also think that graphically the game is also a little uh not great um I think there are some some nice moments, but overall, like when you're going through different landscapes, there's like a snowy landscape, the jungle, the beach. I was very meh and borderline bad in some areas. I don't think that there's anything that I was amazed with. Uh, we've played games with lots of boats. We had a raft in this one. Um, I just don't. I wasn't overly impressed. I disagree. I think the graphics overall, I really like. The game does a really good job with the biomes. When you play the different maps, they're quite diverse. I mean, they are different, but are they good? Like when we were going through the jungle, you thought that, that, that the jungle was When you're looking up nice. close at some things, yeah. But it kind of makes sense for how big this game is. Like you got to cut the corners on some things, and it's usually graphics are the things that take the hit. But I still think they're really good. Like the dinosaur designs are awesome. I mean, okay, so the dinosaur designs are awesome. Like, the the uh, mechanical dinosaurs looked really cool. Which, this is actually reminding me of, like, I had... When I said earlier that the game was buggy, like, there were so many times where a dinosaur got stuck. Either, like, in something, or it would run, and then it would try to turn to run, like, a different way, and it couldn't. Um, yeah, I those have, are free XP. Kill those dinosaurs and get a lot of XP. I, I know. I'm just saying, like, vi like visually, like, I immediately think of that. But what Keith, what do you think of the graphics? I, I mean, overall, I didn't explore enough of the biomes to really tell you that they're super diverse. I pretty much lived in the in that little realm, uh, the the starting easy zone that the we were in. The, the very first beach. Yeah, I yeah, I did a I did a lot on that beach. I I, I went out exploring with you. I helped you capture some dinosaurs and all that. Um, we explored a good amount in the the. Battle Royale? Yeah. Well, that's true, too. We we got pretty far around the map, and I saw quite a bit of things there, some deserts and, and things like that. But 
Yeah, I, I I think I agree with Andrew though that in a game this size, it's not going to be like 4K HD level graphics. And I, and I know that's not necessarily what you're looking for, Liz, but I, I can see where things are going to be a little bit janky at times, or you might get a little bit of some, even some of the things like you experienced with your body falling off the cliff. Like in a game that big, you can't test every single fall area and there's just going to be some places, maybe it's a bad area, maybe you fall weird. So I, I don't largely fault the game on those things, but um, yeah, I thought they were, I thought they were at least all right. I'm, but you thought I'm that they interested to see nice, what they'll though. do in Arc Two. No, it, it's nothing that I'm going to be like, "Hey, check out Arc because of the graphics." But I, I, I do think all of the dinosaurs looked really cool because they they all looked very different. I mean, yes, one T Rex to another T Rex might look the same, but you had the tech ones, and there was I don't know how many there are in total. I think it's close to a hundred or more, right? Like it's uh, well, that's the thing. They keep adding more. Okay, so our so listener who has put like hundreds of hours in this game he even says he finds new creatures that he's never seen before but okay so i'm talking like you guys are talking about the dinosaurs that's like a like a small percentage of the graphics when you're like running around you're looking at like the the ground the trees the rocks the water everything like that i just like i think it's some of the worst i've seen with honestly anything i've played in the last like year i don't think so i think well and well and and i don't even say you're wrong i just where i disagree with you is i think it's just like it's kind of why minecraft is the way that it is but minecraft is it's polished in a way that it's poor graph or like no graphics at the same time it's it's kind of hard to explain but i think you get what i'm saying it's that the reason that i personally focus on the dinosaurs and i and i think where I agree with you is that as a big whole, yeah, the graphics aren't impressive in arc, but I think the dinosaurs are the big focus and the creatures are the focus so much of the game personally. And maybe I'm just wrong on that, but I think they are that that's where the attention needs to be. And they do a good job at that. In my opinion. See, taming the dinosaurs is my least favorite part. I don't care about the dinosaurs. And I think like one thing was the, that was weird. Like I said, it might've been my internet, but when you're building, I don't know if this happened to you guys. It would start off as like the worst looking stone you've ever seen, and then it'd be super detailed and nice looking. Um, like I said, it could it could have just been like it probably loads in texture depending. Yeah, on the, that's your that's rendering. Which and I like that. yeah yeah. But I what I'm saying is like when it actually like came in full, like I think the building aspect was very nice to look at. But I also think too with this game with like hearing everybody talk about, it, I think I was expecting more. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's so many games out there. Like, there's a lot of water in this game. You know, there's so many games that do better water. There's so many games that do better forests, that do better, like, snow. Well, yeah. But what I mean is, like, I just had bigger expectations because of how much this game is talked about. That that's kind of, it actually was, like, kind of shocking to me that I was like, oh, this is dark. But I don't think there's as many builder games like this that have 500 plus hours of completion time like they're usually yeah. big but this is huge and i think that's the biggest difference is and even though i like i said i didn't explore all of them there's so many dlcs and there's so much stuff that they've done and like i said i i'm not even trying to like argue with you Liz, because i agree like the the graphics aren't great but i just well, that's, yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like i'm i'm just saying that i don't think the graphics are good like you guys can think that and maybe it is because the game is so big i'm just saying it wasn't pretty 
I don't think like the like not much except for the dinosaurs was pretty about this game. See, but but I like just, you said, it could be because the game is big. That's fine. Or maybe I just didn't like it. I think the big well, I, and I think the biggest thing personally for me is is that it's it didn't put me off of the game at, at least is yeah. it, it didn't take me out of the gameplay. Um, is I, I think maybe the difference is the, is there too. But Keith, I want to ask you personally though, uh, where do you rank this game for its uh, character creator? Oh, I I think it might be one of the best, honestly. I <laughs> I mean, what was it? Um, was it Monster Hunter had a really yeah. really good one? But That's the one you made, old Greg. Yeah, I made. But but man, Ark, you can you can morph anything on the body to extreme proportions, and boy, Almighty. Well, also it's, it's good when time. you're. When your character dies, and sometimes it teleports bodies. And like I remember going into one of the rooms, and there was a bed, and you just see a giant butt staring at you. Yeah. And the uh, rest of the body is like through the ground. Hey. And then there was another one where I think Andrew punched me, and my body just like kept rolling around uncontrollably. Like it, 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 there was there was no bones in that body. Yeah. And so I think that was pretty funny, but I just like whenever you see a dead body, you don't. Know, I remember you fell asleep once, and your body was contorted in such a way that that would never happen if you just like passed out from eating berries. That's what I think is so crazy about like talking about this game. I had such high highs and massive low lows. <laughs> like there's times I'm cracking up. I was having a fun time, you know, tranquilizing Keith and dragging him in the ocean, having him drowned while he sleeps. And then I killed you and that was the low. And then, yeah. And then there's times where I'm having <laughs> a hard time getting my body. Like this game was just such a roller coaster of emotions, but I did have fun with it though. So let's get into our final thoughts here for me. Like I said, arc, it, it is a little hard for me to recommend this game because it's so daunting. Like, if Ark was a Thanksgiving meal, we essentially just had a little bit of table salt. <laughs> like, we barely scratched and touched the Thanksgiving meal that was in front. This game is so massive. So there's so much time you can spend in it. And I totally understand people who are invested in this game. But for someone like me, like who is just kind of going on to each other game because, you know, doing this podcast, it's so daunting. But the time I had in it was a lot of fun. It, it's, just, it's a little frustrating, too, because when you see the trailer... The Xbox launch trailer, I think, was was the specific trailer for this game. It shows you, like, riding pterodactyls with machine guns, and you're shooting brontosauruses with buildings on them. Like, that, that is not... That is a tiny, minuscule part of this game. Like, I thought that was going to be something you're going to be doing a lot, but that's only if you're doing the PvP realms, and you have a bunch of friends on, and you have a bunch of friends you're going against. It, this game is so much fun if you're playing with friends. Like, I know we talked about with uh, Grounded... Where it's like, yeah, you can play single player, but it's more fun with friends. Ark is a game I would have to say you have to play with friends. It's because it's actually even designed. We didn't even go too much into it. Of like, when you level up your character, you learn the recipes. You you have a big tree of recipes you can learn. You cannot learn every recipe, so it's it kind of imperative that you have a friend that learns some of the recipes that you're not learning, so you can have them make the things that you can't make. So this game is almost like a requirement to have to play with friends. You can have fun if you're okay with just scratching the surface for the game and getting, you know, a handful of hours of entertainment out of it. It is still a very fun survival game. But, yeah, it's it's just a, it's very daunting. Um, I think I'll give it an 83, though. I did have a lot of fun with it, and 
I wish I could focus more time on it. It almost be like my World of Warcraft, but just don't have the time. Yeah, it. I mean, so I I expected a big daunting game, and I got that. But in a weird way, and maybe it was because we had some hand-holding, I, I felt like it was actually at least somewhat accessible if you're comfortable with video games as a whole. It, it is playable, but largely it's just a game that's not for me because I just I don't want a game that I have to actually make sure I commit 500 hours of it or to it. There are games I will play 500 hours of, but that's because I want to. Um and maybe if ARC was more like that, then I guess it would be. But I don't want to feel like I need to do it in order to to really experience the game. So I just it's not going to be ever anything I'm ever going to clamor for or or really get into. But overall, I think the experience is pretty fun. And I think if you have at least someone who's willing to show you the ropes and bring you along with it, you can have a good time with it if if you want to. And so I, I would say don't be shy. Don't shy away from it if you have that opportunity to have that experience. But um, I think as a whole, I, I, I mean, it's still going to be a pass for me and I'll, I'll, I'll go with a nice, nice round 77. I honestly talking about it, like I did, I, the reason why I gave it a game is because I did enjoy parts. There were times I looked forward to playing it and, but like, I feel like talking about it, I'm like, I dislike the game more and more. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it a 78. It's all because of the defecation. No. I think too, like part of it is because we did barely touch the surface, but this isn't a game for me long term, um, and so it's like seventy is a passable passable score. I just don't think it's you know, it's not, it's not definitely not gonna be the game of the year. And another thing that we didn't touch on that I just want to bring up really quickly: achievements. I got one achievement with score twenty. I put like seventeen hours into it. Yeah, how did I forget that? Second? Keith and Andrew, you guys tied with eighty. With four achievements. That's that's not good. Um, I wanted to ask you guys. Um, so with Metacritic, Xbox One, 69 and 6.2. And um, our fourth and silent co-host did not give it a zero. What do you guys think he gave oh. it? Oh, he didn't give it a zero. Um, is it? It's on a scale of one to ten, right? I'd say yeah. two. I'm going to... I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go say four. One. Oh. He did not like the French translation. And one thing that he said that I thought was interesting, read it to Andrew. Um, this is not uh, reading, but he said that he thought that would be uninstalled a lot and that it wouldn't be successful because. Of, Boy, was he wrong. Yeah. It, it's, it's really interesting that like so many people love this game. Um, and I'm really curious for the people that do love it, why you love it. Like, let us know, because I'm really curious. So you're not excited for ARC 2 with Vin Diesel? No. Maybe you guys can get Aaron or Dave to do really? it. Really? No, I would I would play it. I had enough fun that I would play it. That was more of a joke. But uh, I, am I excited for it? No. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for us. So uh, let's wrap it up here. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, please, we would love to hear them. You can email us at gamepassgrabbing.gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook and Twitter at GBGBpod, or you can send me a message on Xbox Live. I'm at Firebird0952. I'm always willing to say hi, maybe even play some games. I always like for people to play Apex or whatever game of the week we're playing. You're willing to say hi? Yeah, I'm willing to say hi. 
How generous. I'll allow it. <laughs> but uh, Keith, how are you going to rate our uh, the numerous people who've recommended this game? You gotta, you gotta, aren't you going to rate our listeners? I mean, if if I've got to go through the lists, I I because because like I said, I have we have we have Daniel and Jordan. I mean, Daniel obviously gets a good plus because because you know he helped us along. I I then just can't say anything bad about Jordan, even though I didn't like Ark. And then and then like I said, our original listener Chris. Uh, apparently someone named Eric. So sorry, Eric too. You were back in 2021 and also nerd talk, uh, our, our friends over there back. That was back in January 22. So, Man, so we've had five people recommend this game. <laughs> no, no big deal. Everyone has wanted to play arc and we probably did it zero justice. So as, regardless of my rating, I apologize to all of you is what I'm going to do right here and now. And, uh, I'm going to hand it off to Liz with that apology. <laughs> I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, Kamanamdeen. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Liz Noob. Noob is EW. And if you say hi, I'd be excited to say hi back. So You'd not be willing like me? I would be both willing and excited. <laughs> Willingly excited. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, we apologize that we, yeah, as Keith said, probably did not do this game justice, but we did it all the time. In a we week, we it. did a good job. <laughs> good job, guys. Honestly, probably we could dedicate a, a whole episode to just people reading reviews um or telling us everything we missed so if you want to let us know some things we missed maybe that's a new side quest episode <laughs> how we did everything we did wrong yeah <laughs> all right everyone we love you all thank you so much for joining us we'll see you again next week bye, bye guys